This is Manifest Mindset, where we delve into our true passions, inspire the best out of ourselves, and live our life with true intention every single day. All right, welcome back to another episode of Manifest Mindset, and with me, Bob Kang, Davis. Nick, and Nick Davis here, ready to rock and roll. Yeah, so um, a lot's been going on these, this week. Uh, I think it's a transition week. Um, for me, at least, uh, I think school started for Nick again, and then I'm on my first clinical now. Um, and yeah, a lot of new things been happening. Absolutely. So yeah, Bob and I kind of traded places now that he's at the same clinical I was at. He's at uh, someplace different upstate New York, but you know, Bob was in school for about two months while I was away. Uh, then now Bob's working in clinic and I'm back at school for my final two months of coursework. So, Bob, tell me a little bit about your clinical experience, how this first, first week has gone for you. Um, yeah, it's, it's, been a, it's been a new a new experience, for sure. Uh, I'm in an inpatient, outpatient mix hospital. So, in the mornings, I treat people in the acute care setting, so people that are that went to the emergency room. Um, and then in the afternoons, I, people, I treat people um, that come in, like walk-ins or referrals from the doctors for outpatient. Um, so it's a good balance and it's very exciting. One thing that I found that's super, super exciting is the food there at the hospital is extremely good and extremely cheap. Um, like people specifically come to the hospital just to eat lunch. So that, <laughs> wow. that's a perk right there. Um, but overall it's a good experience, but uh, it's very, I don't want to say fast, because it's not fast, but at the same time, it's not slow. Um, but it allows me to, to really, I guess, hone in on my skills as a, a PT. Um, yeah, that, that's pretty much it for me. What about you, Nick? How was your- that, That's great, you know, having the contrast every single day, you know, you've got a handful of each to kind of go back and forth with. And like you said, for the acute care, where they're not in there for physical therapy. They're in there because they have some other kind of health-related condition. And physical therapy can be a huge asset and huge help to them. But if they were just there for physical therapy, they just go to an outpatient PT office, which is exactly what you do in the afternoon. So it's got to be fun for you to kind of get exposure to both and really kind of every single day be very prepared for both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, no, it's definitely a cool experience. What about you, Nick? You're finally back in school. I think you have like seven weeks left of school before you graduate <laughs> now, and now, become now, a full now, discounting though, right, Bob? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but, but how do you feel about that? You know, it's uh, it's great. I'm really enjoying it. It's definitely um, so with today being Friday right now, end of the week, it really took until today to be somewhat used to this whole schedule and everything. Um, you know, there's absolutely a lot going on with these two months of courses and um, really just finishing up. It's just starting and finishing. It's got to be a really fast pace, but I'm enjoying my classes a lot. Um, I'm taking a orthotics and prosthetics class, which is pretty cool getting out the details of some of that stuff and kind of the mechanics of the body, how we can help assist it. Um, that's an area I don't have a ton of exposure in. So it's great learning a lot more about that. Really enjoying um, my medical screening course. It's about kind of differential diagnoses, complex patient conditions, learning to read um, medical images such as x-ray, MRI, CT, um, what are the indications of why we'd want to do different types of views of different radiographs or imaging. And so it's really, it's a fun course. I like it. Um, I've been, I've been able to have a lot of cool opportunities for 
not only for the direct classes I've taken at Ithaca, but also for kind of everything else I've done after two to kind of hone my details of my practice and get a lot better. But then once I have these new skills, these new perspectives, Bob, I get back in the anatomy lab, you know, from different um, TA courses I've done, getting back in the working with um, some diagnostic ultrasound to get a better understanding of our bodies and kind of adding layer by layer. And it's great. And that's what I enjoy about physical therapy a lot. It's about learning new skills, new techniques, um, improving my interaction with my patients, but then dumb it back down and bring it back down to the true fundamentals of the science behind it all for the neuroanatomy and anatomy and physiology. And I keep going back and forth between the fundamentals and then working with patients and the skills. And it's a fantastic way of growth for me. Cool. No, that, that sounds awesome. Um, there's a lot that's going on in the last, it's in the last year, I guess, last block. You think to yourself that there's not much you can learn, but then you just keep on learning more new stuff and like more awesome, cool stuff just keeps on getting thrown into your face. Um, so I think that's good. And, and I think that's, that's a good, a good segue to, to what, uh, something we could talk about today. Um, and, and, so I'm just, I'm just gonna throw this idea. So I was just I was watching um a video a few days ago, and the speaker was talking about how we should really when we learn, um, we should really focus on just in time learning. Um, so just in time learning is basically yeah. that, Bob. Yep. So so just in time learning is basically when you have so you have this goal, right? Uh, this goal at the, at the top of what you want to achieve. Um, so become a great physical therapist, become a business owner, become whatever, right? Lose weight. Um, let's say it's the, this lose weight example. And there's a lot of steps to get to that big goal of losing weight. Uh, if your goal is to lose around like 50 or 100 pounds, right? There's just a lot of different things that you can do. There's a lot of different information. Uh, and there's a lot of steps, so you know that there's a lot of steps, but it's all blurry, right? But you can know, you know what the first step is. But then you find all this information about all the different steps and you just keep on consuming, reading. Um, but you never actually take that first step because you're consumed with learning information. Now, that, that doesn't mean that initially when you first start out, you shouldn't learn all the information like like school right uh physical therapy school gives us the general knowledge to right. you gotta have a foundation from somewhere yep but then eventually once we have that base of knowledge if we keep on learning and learning and learning it it becomes harder to, to implement um everything that we take in so so example of that is is the conference that i went um to in january right i went to cfsm i went to the growth con and i was I was hit with a boatload of information and it was great. It was very interesting. It was very fun. Uh, but how much did I actually, probably, probably not that much. And, and, and I think that that's what I want and to talk Bob, about just, today. Just for the sake of adding substance to our conversation, what, what were those things that you got that you think you didn't implement? Well, that's the point. Like I, I don't remember. Um, so I, I went to a lot of different sessions on, foot pain. I went to a lot of different sessions on. So for one example is uh, using a foot core approach to treating plantar fasciitis. When somebody thinks that uh, one 
the therapist treats the foot, the ass, right? You got to strengthen the core, of your stomach to, to the, the back, and if you stretch, of it'll help with kind of fasciitis, right? So, I I learned a lot presentation. I implemented zero of that. Uh, another example could be weight loss, for example. You want to lose, you want to take the first step to losing 10 pounds, right? But then you read about hip exercise, super cool. Then you find an article about keto, then you find paleo diet, another article about um, all the from taking that first step of going inside. Does that make sense? Sure. So I was going to ask you about, you know, what do you think are the main barriers of why things aren't implemented? And it seems like one of the points that you're getting at is this idea of analysis paralysis, where you spend so much time focusing on, hey, I've got so many options, I've got to spend an energy choosing what option to take. And by the time you spend all the energy choosing, you don't have any energy left to actually do the thing. I, I agree. Um, but then comes something and just stick with it. Shiny object syndrome. So Bob, Mike, I'm gonna bring that question. I know this might not be a fair tactic, but I'm gonna use it anyway. I'm gonna ask you that question because you brought that fantastic example of these courses that you're going to in these sessions that you know it seems like yes they're great and they're shiny and they're new and they're fun, but so what? You know, why, why does it matter if we're not doing anything with them? Does it provide us context in our mind for the way we're thinking about patients? Are you utilizing it? Um, so I'm going to flip that question back on you, Bob. Okay. Um, I'm trying to, to actually, instead of learning, more actually taking for that thing that we're and the way, in my mind, I think I, I think I know the answer is how to implement it. Pick one thing and then repeat it. Then you go, to, you repeat it, go, uh, do it over and over and over. And you, and the one thing that you do is that you repeat and do it over and over, quote unquote, get down on that matters the most at hand. Absolutely. So the idea that, you know, with repetition being the mother of all learning, taking the time to this thing that you value and kind of this, this implies not only, hey, do one thing at a time, but prioritize it. What's the most either important thing to do at one time? Or how can you grab that low hanging fruit the easiest to achieve? And what can we do here forward to really prioritize that? Yeah, uh, then integrate it into a habit into a constant practice. So, in your case, just go. You don't see what the staircases are, are but you can see what is. Uh, it could be 10 minutes. You see it, you take that, you, you learn all the information you need to exercise for 10 minutes. That could be figuring out how to buy a gym membership, figuring out the road to the gym, uh, figuring out what you're using. You take a step, and only that first step, nothing else finish that, then you can move on to the next step to get to where you go. You don't get distracted by everything else. Absolutely. Segmenting your time so that, you know, if you're, if you get distracted easily, 
it's hard to say, you know, I'm going to tough out these next three hours and just bear down. Uh, then, you know, if you give up in 20 minutes, then you give up on the whole three hours. But instead, just take 10 minutes at a time to actually practice being successful with the amount of time you tell yourself you're going to do it. I think time is I think I need to with too. Uh, and I'm talking about it like here. Um, and I think also the point of the podcast. Uh, what do you, you want to, what are you doing, Nick? Well, so my mind, Bob, oh man, that is a big question, my friend. So this upcoming weekend, and by this upcoming weekend, I literally mean like tomorrow morning and the next day. Um, I'm taking uh, actually the majority of my class, I'd say about 80% of my uh, cohort for physical therapy students, we're taking a review course, getting ready for our board exam and getting ready for the national exam. So after we graduate our program, We'll have our doctorate of physical therapy, but we also have to be licensed. So we have to take a national licensing exam and pass that and everything. So we're taking course. We're preparing for that, getting ready, gearing up. Um, so, Bob, what I want to ask you is I want to get your opinion on for you. How do you stay focused on staying present in the moment when you're going after things, but also setting yourself up? for future success, because I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with. And I do at times too. It's kind of that dynamic pendulum swing of, Hey, how much do I prepare for the future? And how much do I just enjoy and be present in this moment? That's a great question. Uh, I still have the, the, the conference together and the keynote speaker, and she talked about how um, we should always roses. Most of us in PT were on graduating, uh, getting a job, doing all the best for our patients, but never actually time taking time to enjoy the journey and smell, right? And and that is that's a, that's a very good question. Uh, how do you balance um, thinking about the future and also preparing for the present? Yeah, that that is Bob, and it's great that you met that you because you talked about you said Karen Litzy, correct? Yes. Um, yep. Yeah. So I got a at the recent conference I was at um, with the Align Chronic Pain Conference. I got a chance to speak with her as well, and she had some very great insights, um, kind of about even a personal experience that she had with chronic pain. So if people are interested in that, definitely. Uh, you know, check out her social media pages and everything because um, she shared a really, in a really vulnerable way with the audience and everything. I had a great chat with her after. Um, yeah, so fantastic woman. I love what she's doing for the physical therapy world right now. But anyways, Bob, um, yeah, so that, you're correct. That is what I'm asking. Yeah, I think it does go back into that, that analogy that we just talked about of that staircase. You, you know your goal. You know you know what you want to achieve and and you, you talked about it nick davis uh cumpt ocs that's your main goal right now correct sure and um th those are concrete things i'm setting down for myself you know it's i hesitate being somebody so incredibly focused on the letters behind my name because 
the letters behind my name ultimately just mean that I was able to be smart enough to get some credentials. But it's about the process of transforming myself, of becoming a better person to become that, not only to have the knowledge that represents those kind of letters or phrases behind my name, but um, my quest for better understanding to really, truly help my patients better. So in a short summary, the answer is yes. Yes, definitely. And you, you know that the first few steps, which are to, to get into residency, to, to pass your classes, to, to do extracurricular conference stuff, right? Um, and and you, you just do your research for those first few steps. Exactly. And that, Bob, you had a great way of articulating it there where it's, it's not about necessarily knowing the ultimate master plan, but it, for me, my mentality has always been take a, take a really critical look at myself and see where I am. You know, David Goggins, who we've both talked about a lot, he, he talks a lot about how people talk even too positively to themselves and they talk so positive that they bring themselves into an illusion that I'm okay and I'm good. He's very much about telling himself, no, I freaking suck right now. I'm not smart. I'm stupid, blah, blah, blah. And for him, it motivates him to get better. It's not him saying, oh, yeah, I'm smart and just is content and leaves himself at that. Um, I'm not saying that you should. I'm not trying to promote self-hatred here. That's not the message I'm trying to convey. Um, just to be clear, the message I am trying to convey is do a really honest look at where you are yourself. And I do this frequently. I really look at, hey, where am I? How throughout this last week um, am I going after my best self? And then I try and bridge that gap to who I ultimately want to be the best version of myself. And I'm not worried about, hey, how can I get there instantly? I'm worried about how can I bridge that gap? How can I make it a little bit closer to reality for myself? All right. Do you want to add anything? To this. Wait for something else. Oh. Though I want to add one real quick thing, uh, then Bob, I'm gonna let you take it away. Yeah. Um, for those of you who have or have not heard of it, um, Matthew McConaughey gave a fantastic speech um, a while ago. It's on YouTube, but it's about himself chasing after himself in a way, where he was asked a question about, "Hey, who's your mentor? Who do you look up to? Who do you aspire to be?" And he said, myself, in 10 years. So then 10 years later, that same guy approached him and said, hey, have you achieved it? Have you achieved kind of who you are, who you're meant to be? And he said, not even close. My, now my person I'm trying to be is still myself 10 years in the future, and it's always going to be there. It's always going to be chasing there. And that's true of life for all of us. We have to have this mindset of growth and that every moment – Everything in life is a process and there is nothing truly necessarily finite. It's just, are you more or less prepared for the next moment? Uh, no, not a president, but a famous actor. Huh. All right. But uh, I don't know. Maybe he was, I'm not as familiar with all his movies. Maybe he was a president. So we talked a lot about being honest with ourselves, not, not, to ourselves and all that with what David Goggins talked about. Um, I've been feeling that myself a lot recently. 
that talked about um, with ourselves with with on on the Facebook ads, right? Failed with that, and then yep. I pay you anything even though I failed because I gave my excuse that it was an outcome goal and that's just a silly excuse um, and then and then there was a uh, uh, does will even matter just because you, you because you this time will it matter and I said yes do you remember I do. I remember that very clearly because I, I could tell whatever the outcome was would be a powerful transition moment for yourself going forward. Okay. And ever since then, I haven't been taking it seriously. You haven't been taking what seriously? I haven't been taking anything. So, wow. so Bob, that's from somebody like you who's motivated going after things. I mean, the growth you've had in this last year, but really from anybody, a statement that you haven't been taking anything seriously since a given moment in your life. You know, for physical therapy, a lot of the times when we're looking for injury tracing, we're looking for a mechanism of injury. We're looking for a rationale, a reason to why this happened. Yes. And to have one specific moment have such a great effect that says it hasn't been the same in almost any area of my life since then. Yeah. Wow, that's powerful. I, 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 but if I were to trace back that quote unquote injury, like if, if we were to use a physical therapy example, it would be that moment. Um, and I think I, I talked about it this morning when I was when I was and, and I talked about how I was feeling and the shame specifically towards you and towards myself um, after that after that quote unquote failure right and I I was gonna to be honest I was gonna come on this podcast and, and lie about me doing my challenge that I set for myself last week um and, and in my mind, I was like, but Bob, the obstacle is the way, right? The obstacle is the way, uh, whatever's hard, whatever you feel like is um, a, a rough or, or a hard moment is the way for you to grow. And I think just right now being honest will over that hump and allow me doing things again. I'm happen. Like after this podcast, um, Nick, can I ask you a quick question? Bob, do you, I'm going to make a statement first, and then please ask me anything you want. Um, I just want to acknowledge one to you, Bob, how I'm impressed by your bravery and your vulnerability. Um, it's absolutely the right thing to do to be real and raw with yourself, but also very much not easy. And to everybody who's listening out there, I mean, this is whatever you think about Bob, about, you know, if he, about his conviction or his hard work or his work ethic, or if he's just a goofy guy, whatever you think about him, there's something to be modeled here about whoever you are, whoever I am personally for myself, about really taking the time to dig deep in the layers. You know, Bob, you talked about kind of 
add the layers of asking why. Well, this answer, then why does it matter? Why, 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 why? And keep digging down. And it would be easy for Bob just to go one to two layers deep and get to that kind of superficial truth. But he knew that there was something deeper and kept digging. So I think that's just a fantastic and courageous example for us all. And not easy to do when we have plenty of people listening in on this. So, Bob, um, thank you for letting me say that. And please ask me a question. Well, I, I was, I was going to make a joke, cut the tension myself. But um, no, I... Oh, did, did, did the question start with knock-knock? Yeah. All right. So, so basically, it's, it's not a knock-knock joke, but... Um, let me ask you a question, Nick. Uh, did you hear about um, the the shoe store that that burned down recently? Uh, no, I did not, Bob. Apparently, they they lost a lot of souls. <laughs> right. A patient actually told me that today, and then I just I just almost fell to the floor. Um, that is that is pretty good. Hey, talk away about like trembling and the roaring thunder coming in of your abdominals contracting from the pure stupid laughter jokes. Like that's a way to relieve patient pain. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, I mean, for, from the jokes, we, we I, I think I cut the tension a little bit and, and made it easier for me to talk about it um, about about this. And, and I think one one of the biz- biggest reasons that I was gonna I was gonna lie. Because it was because I didn't want to lose like some more money, right? I talked about uh, I think we we talk we have a five hundred dollars on the line, right? And Correct. The first, yep. The first Facebook, the first Facebook challenge, or, or three weeks ago, the challenge that I said for my school didn't meet. Um, I I, I could have. I think could have I could have put in more money I could have done more maybe um, but in the end I, I chose I made that decision that I wasn't I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna lose that bet right and in the moment it might feel good but um, it, it's it's not about what happens in the moment but it happens about what what your feelings are after. So, and you know, and, Bob, yeah. I think that the choice you're making is is a challenge, or that you made three weeks ago is a challenging one. And I don't want to assume that it's just like an argument between a right or a wrong choice, but it's it really is more of an ethical dilemma where, um, you know, there was learning from it. And yes, you you chose more of an outcome goal that could have been changed and everything. Um, and like you said, based on your rationale back then, I did stand by you in your choice. Um, but also it, like you said, it's about the bigger picture of it and how it, how it impacts you for going forward and how it impacts you holding yourself accountable and the patterns that you're going to ingrain in your life. So I think it's far more than kind of a yes or no answer. It's, it's a delicate thing to navigate. Well, well, yeah. Well, uh, an example of that, um, that I could think about is when you're, when you're exercising, for example, right. And you know that you, you have, you said to yourself that you're going to do pull-ups. You're going to do three sets of six pull-ups. And on the last set, you're super, super tired. You just did all the exercises. Uh, this is your last uh, bit. Uh, this is your last set for everything. Then you get to go home and, and eat some meals. Uh, you get to sleep. And you decide that you're just going to cut out on the last set. And <laughs> in, the moment, in the moment, it feels good because you get to go home, you get to eat your nice chicken, you get to eat broccoli, you get to eat whatever, you get to eat mashed potatoes, and then you go to go to, go to bed. But then right before you go to bed, 
you start thinking about the last set that you missed out on. And, and it starts and it starts to haunt you that, oh my God, why didn't I do that? Oh my God, I feel so bad now. Does that make right. sense? Are, are, are you capable of being a man or woman of your word and saying, and actually following through to what you say you'll do. And Tom, I, uh, <laughs> when you talked about that, I just started laughing because about uh, probably about three and a half weeks ago or so, um, actually one day when I was doing my podcast episode, I told, <laughs> I don't know why I thought this was a good idea, but I was biking home my way from work. I didn't, it was my last week. I didn't have the gym membership anymore. And I just thought to myself, you know, I should do a thousand pushups. And okay. Okay. I I held myself to what I did, but oh my goodness. How you talked about like, yeah, just like the last set, you're like, no, nah, I won't do that. <laughs> when I was like 600 pushups in, when I still had 400 to go, <laughs> I felt like that. I was like dogging it. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like this would be so much easier just to not do it. And still like, you know, that's still a darn good amount of pushups, but I had to hold myself to the word, how to make it happen. And, and, and you did it, right? You did those a thousand pushups? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And- and, and it must have felt great once you finished. It felt great once I finished. <laughs> that's a, <laughs> in more ways than one, that's a very accurate statement, Bob. Emotionally <laughs> and physically. Yeah, so, so I think that that's the message that I'm trying to get across. And, and I'm trying to overcome the shame of, of lying to you and lying to myself. And I conversation is going to help. So... All right, Bob. Um, you know, I appreciate everything. You, I appreciate everything you said. Now, you kind of alluded to um, that you said you failed for this week um, and that you were thinking about lying about that, you know, with the idea of the shame and everything from disappointing yourself, um, disappointing myself, disappointing the money you invested in, disappointing the listeners. Um, so, I, you know, I'm here to hold you accountable, brother. Um, so just talk to us about what what the process was, what that was like. So, um, so you had said that kind of for the goals that you had set for this week that you didn't meet them. Um, talk to us about what the goals were for this weekend, kind of what you did end up doing. Yeah. So let's actually start three weeks ago. So three weeks ago, uh, I set a goal of Facebook ads, right? Driving, I don't know what it was, like 500 people to, to my funnel. Um, after the podcast episode, I, I set a goal of journaling every day. Was that it? Was that the the, the Yep, yep. I stopped completely. I completely, right? That, that was everything about a few minutes ago. And Bob, how, how long ago was it? How many days ago or so was it when you stopped the everything? I kept on posting for podcasts, and, uh, but the actual things that mattered, I stopped. Um, and I, I don't know, it was since the last time we, we, we did go on a podcast, or two, two times ago, so probably like two weeks ago. Okay. Now, uh, that, that, Bob, that's a really interesting point because there were things – that you kept doing that were habits almost on autopilot that you kept up with. You kept up with the blog with some of the Facebook stuff, but what you talked about of the things that mattered, which is a really interesting statement because the idea about them mattering far more, you know, it's really interesting that 
you or any of us or myself or just human character and mindset in general might choose if, you know, if there's only a few things we do, we choose the things that matter less. Um, that's just really interesting to ponder. Huh. Yeah, I, I agree because it's, it's a lot easier to do the things that quote unquote don't really matter as much compared to the right, because there's, there's less risk. There's less risk of failure. So if you don't invest yourself, it's easy to think of the attitude. If I don't try, I can't fail. Yeah. So, um, two weeks ago, I, I, two or three weeks ago, I set that goal of, um, journaling and every day. And to be honest, I only journaled three days. Um, and, and I told you last week that, that I've been journaling daily and then I had all these, um, come up I wrote my goal um, and that was of shame guilt building up uh, and then this week I said or last week I said that I was of uh, mess 10 people every single day and yeah after right after I told you that on the podcast I didn't do it. I didn't even message one person. Um, and so but between, and I'm just saying this to clarify. Um, so between, you know, last session to this session, approximately 10 ish days. Um, so in those 10 to 10 days, about a hundred p- potential people you would reach out to. Um, how many did you reach out to? None. Let's see, I want to ask you another journaling that you did for three days were those all three days right in a row after we had talked that time okay yeah so 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 that's something that's interesting too is that you had this desire within yourself not only a, a desire but a desire that you decided to take action on that you it wasn't like you did it three times and then you failed once and you gave up you actively got back up at least twice yeah. You um again that 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 starting from that per day that really builds up into what happened over the few weeks. Um, and I I I don't know what to say. I mean it's embarrassing and it's scary because I I don't want to seem like I do that let myself down i don't want to keep on posturing about i'm doing this oh well so well i'm not i have my goal about uh journalism all these things um and i think taking off yeah and that's that's tough because it's it's raw and it's not easy to do and it's incredibly um incredibly vulnerable to do so. Yeah. So about about the check, right? I I have five hundred dollars on the line. So what I wanna do with this, um personally I want to give you all the five hundred dollars, but I wanna set I want to give you half of dollars and then take five. So I want to give you the ability. 
I messed up the past. And second half of the 250, I want to take it and actually put it in um, Facebook ads. So some more traffic. Uh, and I'm doing this because one, I, I'm, I'm spending money for for Facebook. I'm sorry if you could hear the the police cars coming. Um, oh boy, Bob, they're coming for you. Watch out. They're coming for me. <laughs> so that, that's what I want to do. So tell me your thoughts. Tell me your thoughts about if that's like a cop out. You think that's a cop out or, or what? Well, I want to ask you, um, you know, with anybody, including myself, when I question myself, before I kind of judge myself if I'm going for a cop out or not, I really work to understand my intentions. Um, and so, Bob, are you with this Facebook ads that you're putting the money towards? What's I want to ask you kind of what's your main goal for that? Uh, then does that really align with? So there are clearly some deficits. There are reasons why you didn't fall through in action to what you said you were going to do for your goals. Do does putting the money into the Facebook ads seem to go for a similar reason, a similar purpose to chase after that again? So here's the idea behind it. Um, I'm I'm terrified of of getting traffic. I'm terrified of reaching out to people. I'm terrified of, of spending money. You're afraid of success for part of it. Not all of it, but part of it, you're afraid of success. Yes, um, that is it. But at the same time, I think that if I take the 250 and put it uh, at, it'll get them rolling again. Because I'm going to ask you next week to, to ask me how I'm doing that how I'm doing that spending and then how am I doing with it uh, I need to get the ball rolling and I think this is a way for me to do so does that make sense absolutely and Bob for those reasons um, because I trust you I trust your intuition I trust your intentions I'm game for that it's like I want to put this the whole reason up that's shame luke um, i think that five hundred dollars between something that that will bring me back start i can i completely agree and i i'm not even gonna add to that bob because i couldn't have put it better myself you've got to get both aspects yes so, so, so that's that was my thought process as i was as i was Doing my podcast this morning and then um, just, just talking about it. So, uh, I mean, you have a check for $500 that's written out. So, I'm probably going to mail it back uh, for $250. Um, so, you can actually cash it in and, and it'll be official. That's probably the plan. Say that again, Bob. I'm, I'm probably for $500? Yep. No, that, that sounds good. That sounds good. Um, yeah, it's all just logistics at that point, but I think it would actually be good for you kind of mentally having this as a fresh start, kind of rewriting that out and then getting that momentum swinging heavy for you. Yeah, so it, it hurts. It it all hurts because I was the first lost, I think it was $200 the first time, right? Uh, 300 the first time. $200 the first time? 300 and some hair. Okay. Oh, 
Okay. Um, because, yes, the first time, it didn't hurt, if I'm going to be honest. Um, because I was like, $300, that's, that's nothing. Uh, it's never going to happen again. I don't know why, but it hurts even more. Uh, then it's... And then it's almost terrifying now when it's not just a one-time event, but it's a it's a fear of it. Oh, holy shit! Is this going to become a habit? Yeah, I yes, and I think yes. <laughs> I'm lost. Well, we've already we've already said a lot, Bob. I'll tell you that much. It's definitely and um, I want. This podcast, I I talked about doing a webinar, right? And I did a webinar probably for fifteen times, and then then I stopped. Um, now this is there's just so much vulnerability and so much happening, um, but. I don't want to. I don't want to set a goal of saying that I want to just restart my webinars. Uh, actually, but uh, saying that I'm going to goal. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Because I think. Oh, this is so hard, Nick. This is so hard. It's it's me stating that I failed with the Bob. You, you've you've already got yourself exposed, Bob. You've already got yourself out there. It's going to do you no good to hide any part of it. Now it's this is totally about like you said. It's about a reset for accountability, and it's about giving yourself the most possible momentum that you can. So even though it sucks in this moment, I've been there too. It freaking sucks. It's not fun. Oh God, yeah. So, so basically, do everything, do everything you need to do, so that when you wake up tomorrow morning, it's a brand new start. Right. And it's, it's, I'll be real with you. It's easy for me to say this in my position. It's harder because I care a ton about you, but it's still easy compared to what you have to do yourself for your actions right now. But I have been there. And I, yes. So, so pretty much, I I failed webinars and and I I haven't been. I haven't been doing them at all, and I want to start. I want to restart doing that, but at the same time, in my mind, I restart. Now, since I'm already already here, butt naked, uh, for this podcast, um, I'm just gonna. Good thing it's not a video. <laughs> Good thing it's not a video. Um, I'm just gonna say that that I did fail with my own up and, and to do for next week all right cool. so bob what one more time in your own words what's your goal for next week that you would like me to hold you accountable for yeah so i just want you to, to ca- keep me accountable for for the, the facebook ads to 250 ask me how that's going if yep. if i that probably won't for but I want to keep people for is we need to actually next time we talk. Um, well, it's, I'd say it's more than that. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot, and I'm I'm glad to do it for you. 
Oh, God, this is so hard. This is the, the hardest episode so far, Nick. I think we should, I think you need a, that might be the, actually, that might be the title of this darn podcast, the hardest episode so far. Uh, all right. But, but that's it. Bob, we all know I can't add anything to that. I think it's, um, this has been a good episode. It's been a very raw episode. It's been a real episode. And, you know, this is manifest mindset. This is getting down at the depths of who we are, understanding ourselves and what we're all about. Um, okay. That's it, Mac. So thank you for listening to Manifest Mindset and we'll see you on another episode next time.